Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why does my partner do things that they know will hurt me? Are they trying to get your attention? Oh. Because they don't like you and they're punishing you. I was wondering that too. And and I'm hearing your answers on the place that my mind went is, are you making up the part of the story that says that they know oh. that Ooh, they'll hurt you? Yes. Or is it true that they know that they'll hurt you? Like I just, I um, went to that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say more that because that changes, right? Like totally. yes. if my partner is doing things that they oh, know will hurt me, that's like mean and malicious and there's contempt in there and there's something going on. If my partner is doing things and I'm making up the story that they know or feeling that they should know will Mm -hmm. hurt me, but my partner isn't like aware or mindful Mm -hmm. or just not thinking of the fact that they're hurting me, that's something different. That's not like the same malice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would even challenge that that might not be malice at all. Right. So like, but, but yeah. like the, that's why like my, the first part of me went to like, do they know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they, do they know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and mm. how would we know if they knew? <laughs> that was my next thought. Too. By talking to them. <laughs> well, we keep Ooh. telling people to talk to their partners. <laughs> it's such a pain in the butt. <laughs> Yes. No, it's true. You have to go vulnerable if you're saying, oh, when you do this, it hurts my feelings. Not, mm-hmm. I, I would contend that sometimes we think we have told them mm-hmm. when, when what we've actually communicated is not that we're hurt, but that we're pissed off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think that sits with people different mm-hmm. than it would if I were being hurt. I'm thinking of the ways in which I have told James over the years that something hasn't felt good. Mm-hmm. And often the way that it's landed is really different than the way I've meant to communicate it. Yeah, And the oh, way man. that I may have meant to communicate it, my intention behind it could have been, 
oh, I really don't like it when you do this. Could you not do it this way? Could you do it this way instead? Because when you do it this way, it doesn't feel so good. And I don't really like that. And so what I'd prefer is, and what he's heard is you're a schmuck. Why do you do it that way? Yeah. Don't you know how awful you are? Oh, oh yeah. So it lands this like criticism in and his shame. heart. And he gets mm-hmm. defended against it because mm-hmm. no, don't you see that I was trying and right. So it, mm-hmm. it, um, like, I think our history colored glasses, those things that mm-hmm. you keep reminding us about, Jules, right? Mm-hmm. Those history colored glasses really affect the way that we both say things and the way that we hear them. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. So even if I've been really clear, it may be that my partner had their history colored glasses on in a way that meant I need to block this information or I need to defend against this information. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean they took it in. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's also mm-hmm. the one, okay, so I'm thinking about a case I worked with today, actually, where he's saying, I don't understand why you keep doing this. I've told you it hurts me. And oh, today someone said today, that? Today someone said this in front of me to their partner. And then the partner said, I can't understand why you're asking me not to say this. I need to be heard. You want me to have no voice in this relationship? Oh. So... Her story is that she, in order to say anything about anything that's true, it hurts him terribly. And his story is, you don't really care about whether or not you're hurting me because you won't do the, stop doing the thing that is, I'm telling you is hurting me. And both are true. <laughs> like, that's the dilemma, right? Because both are true. And this is why you're... Level. <laughs> Well, totally. This is why you're listening to this podcast is because relationships at this level hard. <laughs> yeah. Right. I even got, I'm not going to lie. I got lost with you explaining it. Yeah. yeah. So like. There was, there's a lot to this. There's a yeah. lot to this. So yeah. basically like, just imagine it like this. Like, I want to tell you something I need. Yeah. Because that's an important piece for me in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're still telling me about things you need. Every time you do, it hurts my feelings. I feel like I'm not a good person. I feel like I'm not a good partner. Why will you not stop? I need you to stop telling me what you need. And I need to keep telling you what I need. Because if I don't keep telling you what I need, then I'm never going to get those needs. And I need to be able to voice them because if I don't voice them, that hurts me. If I don't You feel are that not I listening this. to me. Why are you trying to hurt me? And all I want to do is individual <laughs> therapy with both of you to figure out why you both feel that way. <laughs> where right? did this come from right like, that's what i find myself thinking like can we dig into this mm-hmm. like you well, both have just told me so much about what's going on for you totally well, but, so that's it right there like hold that mm-hmm. thought vicky right mm-hmm. you've told me so much about what's going on for you well told me by the way as a therapist right right no mm-hmm. i hear you there yep. but yeah but i'm gonna do like this this thing with everybody that's listening mm-hmm. what if Whatever position you're in, whether like the role that I was just playing or the role that Jules was just playing, you find yourself in one of those positions, right? Mm -hmm. What if you can just put on this thinking hat that Vicky just put on? What if you can go, wait, hold on a minute. You just told me so much about you. Can I get Mm -hmm. curious about that and try to understand you? Mm -hmm. And by the way, can we name that doing that in the moment would be climbing Mount Everest and doing that even away from the moment is also climbing a mountain. Yeah. It's just not an Everest level problem. Rare, but I've done it. Mm -hmm. And it does shift everything when I'm like, huh, 
what's going on? Where did that come from? And the curiosity look. That's <laughs> Vicky just gave me this look where she bites her thumb, and I always thought it was like, oh, she's nervous about something, but it's not. It's her curiosity, curiosity look. Curiosity. Like, it really is. Thank you. I couldn't name it for you either, but that's exactly what it is. So thank you. <laughs> okay. So so if you can move into curiosity. Then you could be wondering about what that person is hoping for. So like whoever called this question in, why do they do things they know will hurt me? Well, that's a really good, curious question. What is so important about the way you're doing this thing that you can't let it go, even if you have this information? What's so, how, what is the thing? It's like, it's like I'm asking it like this. Love, I see you expressing a need. What's the hope behind telling it to me like this? Mm. Right? Or I see you doing this thing. Whatever the thing is that I've told you heard me. I see you doing this thing. I see you doing it over and over again. What are you hoping for when you do that thing? It can get us really fast to what the relational intention is. I'm, I'm going to take a guess right here mm-hmm. that they hope to feel less alone. Yeah, usually. They also or have to be able grief. to answer that, though, is what I find myself thinking. God bless my husband. But, and it depends on where he's at, what brain state. But, like, he has no idea what the hope is. Oh, good. This is a re- wonderful moment to slow down and figure it out. Right. Together. But he has to be in the mood. <laughs> well, and if he's the hope not, is that you'll do it my way. Like that's what okay. And okay, no, play this out with me, but be like really right. stubborn with me. Okay. Be like a stubborn dude, I'll try, I'll try. and I'm gonna try to be super regulated woman you are married to. Right? Not all dudes are stubborn, and by the way, there are plenty of stubborn women. I don't mean and to not all women are regulated. And not I was always just going to say, and if I'm trying to be my but, stubborn husband, no, I'm not always a regulated wife. Anymore. I'm gonna <laughs> attempt. I'm going to attempt to keep coming into my relationality. Okay. So let's you, be stubborn. you did a thing. Yeah. You, you gave me directions on how to cook dinner. You get, that's the thing. You, you told I, me how you, to you, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you told me yep. how to cut the lettuce different. Yep. Yep. So um, let's say that just happened. Yes. And here's my move. Sweetie, is it okay if I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you tell me how to do a thing, like almost like how to do a thing different than I'm doing. Yes. Like you just did right now with the lettuce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you hoping will happen? When that you you'll tell cut me the lettuce the way I told you to. If I did that, so I, my, my heart rate just raised, I'm soothing it so that I can be, stay in my curiosity. I'm saying, Jules, stay in curiosity. Okay. If I cut it the way you did it, what would that change for you? I won't have to coach you on how to cut lettuce because doesn't everyone know how to cut lettuce, right? You're supposed to cut it with the grain. Actually, we're not supposed to be cutting the lettuce. I'm letting you cut it because you want to. We're supposed to be ripping the lettuce. Okay, okay. So if I did it your way, it would be the right way. Why are we talking about this? Why can't you just rip the lettuce? Because I really want to understand because it feels weird for me, but I really want to understand what you want. I want you to rip the lettuce the way I'm telling you to rip the lettuce. I totally hear you. And baby, whether you like it or not, we're married. 
and I want to know you all the way on the inside. You, you know me well enough. We don't need to have this conversation again. We have that conversation a lot. You know me as well as you're going to know me. Rip the left. I'm done. Okay. I'll come back and ask you later. (laughs) Okay. I do need to say something really interesting (laughs) about this. Yeah. Really hard to stay in the um, stubborn, in the stubborn (laughs) when you're not, um, escalating with me. Like that's the main thing I found. Say it again. Say it again. Our people need to hear it. Hard to, I'm going to say the direct It was quote. hard to stay in the stubborn hard when you're to, not escalating with her. Yeah. Right? Like that, that when it your was partner's like, not staying in the escalation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to calm down. Right. Mm-hmm. And eventually, by that the way, I would have gotten down to, wait a second, if we always do things one way, what is it that gives to you? Yeah. If we do it, if we do it the right way, like according to you, like whatever, when we can rip the lettuce, I don't care about that, but that is the right way to do it, by the way. Sure. 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 (laughs) I can go with you on that. I'll rip the lettuce. Um, but, but aside from that problem, like what is it, if you get what you want, what do you get out of it? When it goes your way, whatever it is, if it's the lettuce. When it goes your way. A controlled environment. And what do you get if you have a controlled environment, love? Less chaos, less messy. Oh, so Mm. it is messy, like mad or scared or what is it? Now I'm in a conversation Mm. with my partner, right? Right, right. mm. So we can make these points of deep curiosity. Yeah. See, you know what's hitting me right here as I'm like witnessing this moment? Mm. Is that that moment of deep curiosity, that place that you're getting to, Mm -hmm. I think for most people, probably most of our listeners, Mm -hmm. there's something about about that state, about that place Mm -hmm. that is so open, deep, curious, vulnerable, vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It's super vulnerable vulnerable. what I'm doing. It's super vulnerable what I'm doing there. And I think there's something about that, even just the thought of going there, that freaks people out. Of course. And by mm-hmm. the way, there were lots of moments, even in that role play that we were doing, and I know mm-hmm. you really well, and I know this is not personal. We're playing a game mm-hmm. here. And my heart rate was escalating. I up love and down. that you told us that, mm-hmm, that you walked us my through it. My breath was tight here and there. Mm-hmm. So there were lots of moments where I had to remind myself, and for me, this is what works. And it may work for you. It may be something different that's the magic, like little sentence for you. But for me, is I kept saying, Jules, this isn't about you. This is about your partner. And you're discovering something about them. So I'm not asking you about what you want to do because of it hurting me. I'm asking Mm -hmm. about this so that I can know you better. Say it again. Mm -hmm. I'm asking it without agenda. I'm asking it only with the hope of understanding you, not with the hope of changing you, not with the hope that you don't tell me how to do what to do with the lettuce, not Mm -hmm. not with trying to change you in any way, and not with my needs in mind. That's big. Yeah. My agenda so frequently is to prove my point. Totally. I have to check that. I'm like, and this is even like on a Facebook comment, like anything. I literally have to think to myself, is my agenda right now to connect with this person or to get them to see that my way is right and theirs is wrong? And I've gotten Mm -hmm. good by now that at least if the agenda is to prove my point, I don't comment on Facebook. Like I, there's some progress. (laughs) (laughs) 
but it's amazing <laughs> how much I can notice of like, oh, my agenda is not connection with this. Mm. My agenda is not connection. Totally. And by the mm-hmm. way, if my agenda uh, had curiosity. been, right. if my agenda had been to not tell me what, how to deal with lettuce, then I would have said, sweetie, I have something I'd like to ask from you. Right. Are you ready to hear it? Uh, no, not right now. We're busy cooking dinner. Okay, I'll tell you later. Um, yeah, fine. Right or wrong, it really bugs me when you tell me how to do stuff different. Could you not? It's hard. To, I so want to push back and be like, of course, whatever. But you asked it so nicely. It's hard to do that. <laughs> it's hard to do it because because I, when Jules said it that way, she said right or wrong, right? Like she's not, she's not coming yeah. at this with a defense. She's not coming at mm-hmm. it with the, I have to be right. Mm-hmm. She's coming at it with a place of like, could we just not do this? Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, in my heart, before I ask that question, I tell myself, it's okay if this person tells me no. Right. And, and as right before I say it, I say that to myself so that I'm not doing it with trying to get you to say yes. I'm doing it with a communication about something that would be helpful to me. It's direct I'm request. Let, it's direct request. Can can we wrap this up by kind of going over some of these pieces, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like I think it's important. There's to been name. a lot of them. There's because there, there's been a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to go back and just name it all. It's first. It's possible that your partner has no idea that they're hurting you, and this is not mm-hmm. malicious. Yeah. Right. It's also possible that whatever they're doing, they're locked into some sort of hope or need that they have, and it would help to get curious about what that might be. Mm-hmm. It was, it's also um, really, if you, if we're going to listen deeply, it's really helpful to get out of our own way. Listening is not about me or what I want. Listening is about you. Mm. And then we talked about direct requests. So a, a direct request Direct request is where I'm actually asking for something that would make my life a little bit easier with you, knowing that I might hear no, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. We'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye. Love each other best you can. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our bootcamp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code W 
DMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.